An actor sentenced in a $650 million Ponzi scheme involving fake Netflix and HBO deals. So an L.A. actor who orchestrated an elaborate Ponzi scheme that raised $650 million in bogus licensing deals with HBO and Netflix was sentenced to 20 years in federal prison. In addition to jail time, U.S. District Judge Mark C. Scarcey on Monday ordered Zachary Joseph Horowitz, 35, to pay about $230 million in restitution to more than 250 investors who bankrolled his business venture, one in MM Capital. Prosecutors said Horowitz would use loans from one group of investors to repay the others while taking millions of dollars to pay for his opulent lifestyle. Yeah, that is like basically the direct definition of a Ponzi scheme. So some of his splurges include $700,000 for a celebrity interior designer to remodel his $5.7 million home in Beverly Wood, California. Which, you know what's crazy? Like, you see the number $5.7 million, but it's in California, so it's like, that's probably not really even that great of a house. (laughs) Because, like, what's crazy, like, that can literally just buy, like, a mega mansion in pretty much any other part of the country. Horowitz relied on his personal relationships and word-of-mouth referrals to secure investors and told them he had experience in the media content distribution industry. Now, here's how crazy that is, right? By networking, without really spending any money, he could convince people that actually did have money to invest into his fake business. But what's crazy, if he just created a literal like app or something, or service similar to Netflix, he could have done it with the amount of money that he raised. So defendant Zachary Horowitz portrayed himself as a Hollywood success story. Prosecutors said in a court affidavit, he branded himself as an industry player who, through his company, leveraged his relationships with online streaming platforms like HBO and Netflix to sell them foreign film distribution rights at a steady premium. But as his victims came to learn, Horowitz was not a successful businessman or Hollywood insider, he just played one in real life. So a federal grand jury indicted Horowitz in May 2021 on five counts of securities fraud, six counts of wire fraud, and two counts of aggravated identity theft. Horowitz also used some of the funds to finance low-budget films he appeared in, including Gateway and The White Crow, according to court documents. From March 2014 to about December 2019, the con man raised 
millions of dollars from investors and promised them he was using their money to buy licensing rights for hundreds of movies that would be resold to HBO and Netflix and other platforms abroad, primarily in Latin America, prosecutors said. Horowitz showed investors numerous fictitious documents to substantiate his claimed deals with HBO and Netflix, including numerous fake movie distribution agreements, according to the criminal complaint. By 2019, 1NMM Capital started defaulting on its outstanding promissory notes, which guaranteed repayment on a specified maturity date, and investors were told they would receive 25 to 45% returns on their investment. When investors began to complain, prosecutors said Horowitz used the names of actual HBO and Netflix employees to send fake emails and text messages to reassure investors that their payments would be delivered since they were on the verge of closing distribution deals. So, I mean, this is pretty crazy. And... I personally don't understand why someone would go and do this, right? Because they are skilled enough, this individual is skilled enough to convince people to literally give him hundreds of millions of dollars, okay? But he's not skilled enough to actually go and do what they paid him to go and do? That doesn't make any sense to me, right? If you can literally convince people to give you this money, you should also be able to convince the companies that, <laughs> for like this distribution deals that he was talking about, right? Like if you're that skilled at convincing, at salesmanship, right? Wouldn't that mean you're also skilled enough to go do what you were paid to go do? Like, it doesn't make any sense. But here's also another thing, too, right? Anytime an individual tries to guarantee someone anything, be very wary, right? And what's crazy is, like, I think probably one of the biggest reasons as to why he got, obviously, in trouble is, one, obviously, he scammed them, but he literally provided fake documents, right? Which is pretty crazy. So, for example, like we mentioned... Okay, yeah. So, this section right here. Harwood showed investors numerous fictitious documents to substantiate his claimed deals with HBO and Netflix, including numerous fake movie distribution agreements, according to the criminal complaint. This big statement right here is probably what ended up getting him into the most trouble because he literally tricked these individuals, right? He literally straight up lied to their faces by providing false documents like this which is not cool. The SEC takes that very seriously. So this is probably the like main things that really brought down like like brought his downfall. Now obviously it's illegal illegal to operate a Ponzi scheme, right? 
but he probably actually wouldn't have been hit as hard as he did if he didn't provide these fake documents. Now, I'm not saying what he did was good. Obviously, it was horrible, right? You do not fraud anyone. You do not do a Ponzi scheme at all, period, end of story. But the main thing to really understand is that when you make false claims to someone, that's where you end up getting into trouble, right? Like into like a lot of trouble, right? Like it'd be completely different in saying like, hey, I could probably do this for you. I think that we could do this for you. And then you don't, but you tell them that, sorry, we couldn't actually do it for you, right? That's completely different than someone saying like, oh, we did this, this, and this. These are the documents that prove that we did all that so that you could spend your money with us, right? That's just straight up fraud because all those documents were fake, right? It's, I think one of the similarities that I could probably bring up or like an example that I could probably bring up, say that someone had like a testimonial for like their drug, like their pain pill, right? But they didn't disclose to anyone on the sales page, oh, by the way, all the people in this uh, testimonial where they say that it helped them are actually paid actors, right? But you don't actually disclose that to anyone, right? They've never tried the product. They never used the product in any sense. They've never even read or seen the product. They never even held it, okay? And you don't disclose that the people in this testimonial are literally paid actors. It's like literally a fake testimonial just so that you could try to convince people to end up purchasing your drug pill, right? Your pain pill. Yeah, that is uh, pretty freaking bad. Oh, and by the way, the pill doesn't actually exist at all, right? So it's just crazy when you really think about it. Ponzi schemes are so nuts. It always amazes me that people can actually get away with a Ponzi scheme for a decent amount of time and make a crazy amount of money from it. Absolutely insane. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 